days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. And boy, did that have every single emotion you could possibly have in one football game. Welcome, everyone, to the 49ers on their way to the Super Bowl. Las Vegas, here we come. And boy, was that game all over the place. It just had every single ounce of emotion that you could possibly have from excitement at the beginning to, oh my gosh, what is going on to, wait, do we have a chance to, oh my gosh, we're going to win to, wait, the Lions can't come back, right? Then finally get it done. It was just all over the place. It was just so much fun. Thanks to everyone jumping in chat right now. Uh, You guys are the best, and this is going to be about you. We're just going to enjoy 49ers getting the big win. Of course, we'll talk about the game some as well but this is really great and and my guy nico's in here he says congrats on the big win back in the big game nice uh that's exactly how we're feeling about it it's gonna be absolutely fantastic and dan campbell says or david campbell says dan campbell really screwed the pooch or the lion tonight right that was very interesting so when dan campbell's going for those fourth downs all i can keep saying every time he does it is Yes, please do that. Yes, please do that. Don't take the points. Yes. And it's. It, I know that it's about being aggressive. It's about going out there and making big-time uh, decisions and plays, but you've got to take the opportunity. The 49ers marched down that second-half drive, that first one, and got the field goal for Jake Moody. It's not what you want. You don't want the field goal. You want the touchdown. And the Lions went right down the field and had a chance to answer. They could have kept it status quo, 17 points. He kicks the field goal. All that did was waste time for the 49ers. Now they got to double back and do it again. And instead, he goes for it. Gives all the momentum back to the 49ers. There's times to be aggressive and there's times not to. And I thought in this game, he was hyper aggressive, which is his mentality. You got to give him credit for sticking to his guns and doing what he does. But I think in this situation, it caught up to him. I wonder if he'll make those same decisions later. I like the belief he has in his football team. But yeah, those came back to haunt him. And what's up, Josh's aunt? Let's effing go, bro. Woo! Right? This one is crazy. This one's going to be in the history books for 49ers all time. We're going to be looking back and saying, do you remember when Brock Purdy and the 49ers were down 24-7 at half and they came back to beat the Detroit Lions? Uh, it's going to live in 49ers lore forever. It's absolutely great. I bleed says, let's effing go. Yeah, let's do it. What's up, Freddie MacDre? Freddie MacDre's in the house. Uh, really just, I mean, that's where we're at, right? We're at this time where it's time to just talk about how great this opportunity is. And guys, if you're watching, like, and subscribe to the channel. If you're watching for the first time, subscribe 80 subscriptions now away from 5k. My goal the next two weeks trying to get there. You can help me get there. And if you're going to bet, bet with bet online, it's playoff time. And the road to Vegas goes through San Francisco and Baltimore. Bet Online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props, head to Bet Online today and stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. Uh, Ryan M says, "One of the greatest comebacks I've ever seen." It was. I, I don't know how everyone else was feeling. I'm, I'm going to be completely uh, revealing how I felt, but. There was a part of me during this game, and especially towards the end of the first half, where it just felt like I needed to start preparing myself for the potential that the season was going to be over. I was like starting the initial uh, grieving process, and I'm just being real. 24-7, and the Lions were absolutely gashing the 49ers running the football. And I got to give credit to the 49ers. Not only did they never give up, they just kept battling. The character on this team, like Kyle Shanahan said, is true character of a champion. And you got to love that. Now, I did. I got to admit, once they kicked that field goal and, and they were in that situation where they were down 11, I just thought to myself, as long as we could be down seven going into the fourth quarter, 
Uh, but the 49ers weren't going to do that. The 49ers not only weren't down, uh, they were tied, right, with the ball driving to potentially take the lead. How quickly things turn around. And I believe says, put some respect on Purdy's name. And, you know, he's underwent a lot of criticism over the last couple of weeks. And when he had to make plays, he absolutely made it. Uh, whether it was with his arm or with his legs, he made some clutch plays in this football game. We don't win this game without Brock Purdy. It's just as simple as that. Brock Purdy is a playmaker. Brock Purdy is a franchise quarterback. And now Brock Purdy is a Super Bowl quarterback. He's going to be leading his team into Las Vegas to take on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, so, yeah, put some respect on our guy Purdy's name. It, it's amazing. Traffic says, I can't believe what we all witnessed. I can't think F the words go Niners. You're right. You have to kind of come to grips. I'll be honest. I'm going on later because I sat there and I just wanted to take it all in. I wanted to watch them, the George Hallis Trophy, get presented. I wanted to listen. I wanted to get my thoughts, regather, and just enjoy this moment. Uh, it's it's a spectacular time to be a 49ers fan. And, hey, second trip to the Super Bowl in the last five years. It's not done. They know they have one game left. But we got to celebrate this. Enjoy our Sunday night of 49ers getting an absolutely huge win. And that's what – uh, Freddie Mac in here, huge win, hashtag TCC. Uh, Ernest says, my dad was MVP. I remembered his unholy powers of Ram sabotage and made him watch from halftime. LMAO, uh, Goff went from unlimited power to no. Well, what the 49ers did in the second half with Jared Goff was just get him to move off his spot. So Nick Bosa had success rushing the passer today, but also the defense had their effect of moving him, making him roll even if it was a half roll, reset his feet and throw back. Those were pivotal plays. It doesn't take a lot sometimes with quarterbacks, especially statue quarterbacks in the pocket. If you get them to move a little bit, they don't throw as well. And it was well documented all through the week how much Jared Goff was better with no pressure compared to pressure. Once the 49ers were able to kind of get him under pressure, it was great. But once the 49ers got that football game close, I feel like everyone in Detroit tensed up. And the San Francisco 49ers were prepared, and they had been in this situation before, and they went out and executed. And then when we got to closing time, you started seeing some of that pass rush put pressure. I would have loved if they could have gotten a fourth down stop and really finished it that way. But, yeah, it was it was getting Goff to kind of do the Goff uh, and, and make some sort of mistake. And Ernest says, hey, yeah, don't forget to like and sub. Appreciate that, Ernest. And Jason says, told you Lions would score 31. What he's forgetting to tell everyone is he picked the 49ers to lose 31-24. That's right. Airing of grievances right here, Jason. Uh, you're not getting away with this. If you guys want to hear me absolutely come at Jason, you have to be ready for the Ant Hill Show. I'm coming at him. He picked against the 49ers, and now he has to feel the wrath of what he did. Uh, Freddie McDre has the response that I had. I couldn't respond to text at halftime. Correct. My phone went on silent. My phone went away. It was no disrespect to anyone that was texting me, but I had to just keep myself together. Uh, so, yeah, I get it completely. And uh, 49ers fans has got to love Dan Campbell being a moron. I like his intensity, and I, I like his that spirit. I think his team really thrives off that, where he always has so much confidence in his team that they're always going to execute. I was similar when I coached, was I had a firm belief that we could execute and get anything done. And a lot of times that meant going forward on fourth down, taking opportunities and chances. I think that's what Dan Campbell did here. But when you're playing with the lead, you have to understand how much momentum means and how much time uh, on the clock means. And I think he got a little ahead of himself. The first one uh, was probably the most egregious. He kicks it. They're up 17. The problem was then you compound it by going for it again with a second one because now you're in a situation where you're fearful of losing and you're playing not to lose. And I think that is really, really tough. And Jess is not letting Jason get away with this. Jason, you tried to go against the Niners. Ain't having it. We won, baby. Uh, I, I love that. Get, let, let Jason have it. And David Campbell says, two saccharoonies for Bosa. And Ayuk Fluke also, I like me some running Purdy. If you watch the Madden Sim, Brock Purdy got it done on the ground with using his legs. Uh, just saying, that's what happened in that game. So, it's it's not a, it's not crazy, but it was awesome what Brock Purdy was able to do, because not only did Brock Purdy scramble for some big runs, 
but he was also very timely with some of his execution of extending plays, getting outside of the pocket, and making throws. The throw to Jawan Jennings, where Jawan Jennings goes up with one hand and makes the catch on third down, spectacular. Brock Purdy drifting a little bit to the right, throws into that open window to Brandon Ayuk for the touchdown. Absolutely fantastic. Rolling left, throws it a dot on a dime to uh, to Kyle Juszczyk with He does the toe tap. How many fullbacks are toe tapping? Spectacular. Brock Purdy was in his bag. He was making it all happen. Yeah, the numbers aren't going to be superstar shiny, right? It's not going to look like he had a brilliant day. But when you look at some of the throws he made in the face of pressure to avoid pressure, extending plays, he was absolutely brilliant in this one. And Sound Grip says, LFG, yeah, let's do it, right? I mean, this was a big one. Uh, love it. Ryan says, Ant, I need you to make Jay Hill feel it this week. Oh, we're, we're going to make him feel it. Okay, Jay Hill is not getting away with this. That's for sure. What's up, Ziggy? Ziggy's in the house. He says, let's go, Ant. Uh, yeah, interesting. Freddie says, Campbell with his <laughs> his interesting thoughts. Long live Jerry Jones and Dan Campbell. I mean, yeah, I don't mind when people make those kinds of mistakes. Michael says, great win, Niner faithful. Can we beat Coach Taylor Swift? Uh, we do know there's going to be a lot of Taylor Swift, but that's going to be an interesting matchup. 49ers versus Kansas City Chiefs, the rematch of 2019 uh, Super Bowl. It's going to be absolutely reloaded, but it's a lot of differences. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs don't have Tyree Kill. There's a lot of differences on offense. Anytime you have Mahomes and Kelsey, you're still pretty good, but their defense is absolutely fantastic. Uh, so that's the little bit of the difference this time. Their defense is really good. Last time it was good. Don't get me wrong. Good. This time they're real good. And we're going to get into that all during the week. Uh, that is for sure. Twisted Clown says Dan Campbell kicked a field goal before half. They went for it each time instead of kicking the field goal. And you're right. He made the right decision. I thought he was going to go for it. And I thought, wow, that could be huge. If he would have went for it at the end of the first half and didn't get it, the 49ers could have rolled that momentum straight into getting the ball. They could have cut it to seven potentially with a stop. So I do think you're right, Twisted Clown. He, he kicks the field goal then, and I think he second-guessed himself probably the entire halftime and made a decision, uh, whether that was with his coaching staff or in his own mind, you know what, we're just going to go for it. We're going to be aggressive. And I think once he started feeling that momentum, uh, that's when he really, really – uh, was worried about it. And, and Jess, using her membership abilities uh, to leave a super chat, says, Mr. Irrelevant in the Super Bowl. Can't wait to see the celebration content this week. It's going to be great, right? This week is going to be a lot of fun content. Next week's going to be a lot of fun content. Two weeks of just talking 49ers, talking Super Bowl. It's going to be a great one. And thanks, Jess, for being a member for 22 months. Absolutely fantastic to see. And I don't want to miss any of these comments, so I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm still going with them. Brad says, "Ant, my main man, been long four years getting back to this point, right? We've made it through a failed revenge tour. Uh, we made it through the Jimmy Garoppolo injuries, and then the Quisky Tart uh, lack of interception in the NFC Championship game, the Brock Purdy unfortunate injury last year, and this year the 49ers overcome the huge deficit at halftime." It's it's freaking great. I mean, it is freaking great. And Ernest says, do you remember that IU catch? Ridiculous, right? Off of the defender's helmet. And what was said this week, there's going to be a couple of plays. I think it was Fred Warner that said it. There's going to be a couple of plays this week that you're going to have an opportunity to make. And if we make them, that's the difference between winning and losing. That was one of those plays. Detroit had an opportunity for an interception. They did not get it. And instead, we had Brendan IU come up with a great catch. Great concentration. How about Brock Purdy throwing it down there, taking a shot? Uh, but in that part of the game, you have one-on-one, -on -one, you're throwing it to your playmaker. Uh, absolutely spectacular play by Brendan Ayuk, and the 49ers capped it off with a touchdown. What a drive that was. That was. Uh, it was so good. Ziggy says, I think what it was is we had so many breaks in the second half, drop passes, fumble, but every champion is lucky. Well, when it comes to some of it, you're right. Luck plays a huge part in it. But you're talking about the fumble, the turnover. Tashawn Gibson ripped that out. He made his own luck on that play. Credit to Tashawn Gibson, the 49ers, for getting out there and stripping that football on the young player. Second half drops were a real problem. But what do we talk about? You got Goff moving in the pocket a little bit, changing a direction. Just a slight little adjustment to the right. Now when he throws back to Josh Reynolds, it goes behind him. Uh, later on, he throws another one that gets into Reynolds' body. Now that was a great throw. 
So I think it is sometimes a, a circumstance of luck. And I think at times it's you make your own luck. Just moving Goff a little bit in the pocket is huge. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was spectacular. Christina says that was a game so good. It was. And what's up, Christina? How's it going? And my guy, KNDR, in the house says, after last week and this week, I'm going to need a new pack of underwear. Well, KNDR is, is angling for a commercial uh, with something. And Twisted Clown with the Super Chat. Thanks so much, Twisted Clown. 2024, the year of the gold rush. I love it. You're right. And, you know, the 49ers now have marked their way. They're going to the Super Bowl, and they've got an opportunity to write what went wrong uh, you know, five years ago uh, when Kyle Shanahan made his first trip to the Super Bowl as a head coach. And a lot of these young guys, you know, are really good players. And uh, now they've got the experience. This is going to be a lot of fun over the next couple of weeks, being able to talk uh, San Francisco 49ers. I, I just, I can't wait for it. It's going to be a blast. Um, uh, Anthony says, uh, tough win, but happy for the 49ers. Yeah, it was tough. Nothing easy about that game versus Detroit. I mean, we got to give credit to Detroit. They came out and they played good and they came out and they punched the 49ers in the mouth. The problem was when they had the opportunity, they did not get the knockout and the 49ers were able to regroup and were able to get it done just in time. But Detroit gave the 49ers everything they could handle. Ben Johnson did a good job calling the offense and, you know, Dan Campbell took chances and those chances ended up kind of getting after him. But, uh, Roberto says at Ant going to the bowl team of destiny. Uh, you're right. That team of destiny for sure. Freddie Mac Dre says 7,500 cheapest ticket. Yeah, I will not be going to the Super Bowl. I cannot afford 7,500. Uh, what's up, Lou? Lou says 658 third quarter DC goes uh, for it on fourth and two uh, 10 point swing 755 fourth quarter fourth and three. Uh, TC mistake number two, 10-point swing. You're right. And those are the kinds of things that head coaches have to make, a decision. Do I be aggressive or do I do what I am what I know I should do, the conservative route? And the normal analytics are telling people to go for it. You know who doesn't do that normally? Kyle. Kyle kind of goes more conservative route, right? Takes the field goal in that first drive of the second half, even though most people probably would have said, hey, man, you need to go for this. You're down 17. Uh, so there's different approaches and different ways to go about it. Dan Campbell made some critical mistakes. And the 49ers, we got to give the defense credit because if he goes for it and he gets it, he's the GOAT. Uh, but the 49ers defense stood up and made huge plays when they had to. Uh, whether that's a drop football or that's just them playing good defense, they got it done when they were supposed to. And that's exactly what you're looking for for the 49ers. And we got a uh, super chat here from King. What's up, King? Thanks so much. Says postseason comeback kings. I like that. Uh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, it is. I mean, right now the 49ers have come back in two straight games. It makes it's gotta make you believe as a 49er fan that there's no game that they're out of. Every single game the 49ers are in because they have the ability to come back. And I think it shows the character, it shows the the way that these guys are close-knit. They just believe if we make one play, we make one play, we can get it done. Uh, this is so big. You have to have this type this type of nature to go against a Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City Chiefs team. But right now, why say anything else? Like, I'll be honest, I, I don't know how I can't believe that the 49ers could potentially come back. Like, I have to believe it at this point because they do it every time. And hey, what's up, Daryl? Daryl using membership abilities for the Super Chat. Ant-Man, we did it, brother. Brock and this team crew the flip up tonight. Uh, they they did. And you know what? Thank you so much for using your membership abilities. 14 months, a member of the 40 yards cutback. Uh, thank you so much. You are the best. And you're right. I mean, there are just so many opportunities uh, where we see things that the 49ers do. And they're just continuing to get it done. This team is just executing when they have to. And it wasn't pretty. I, I don't think anyone can watch this game and think that this was pretty. I mean, Nick Bosa said after the game that the way that they were getting ran on was embarrassing. And they looked at themselves in the mirror at halftime. This is from Nick Bosa. And they just said, we, we know we can be a good defense. And I think they went out there and they made some plays. And the film is going to be interesting to kind of figure out exactly what adjustments they made. But, I mean, it was tough. That game was tough on the 49ers because when a team is gashing you and running right at you, that's demoralizing. 
but they were able to find it within themselves to make enough plays uh, when it happened. Absolutely fantastic. And Dana says Purdy nailed the haters to the wall. Massive comeback. Unbelievable runs in the fourth. Yeah. I mean, this is what this is what we've been seeing, right? 49er fans know who Brock Purdy is. We see it in the biggest moments. Brock Purdy doesn't shrink. There's players that shrink. And there's players that stand up and are bold and make big-time plays. Brock Purdy is one of those ones that makes big-time plays in the face of adversity. He just gets it done. And people got to see it today. People don't see Brock Purdy as a guy that can scramble, make plays outside the pocket, has ingenuity and creativity. That's not what they see. They see a little frail guy who plays in the pocket. And today they learned he's not. He's tough. He's physical. He can make plays with his legs. And he's absolutely willing to stand in the face of pressure and deliver very accurate, very on-time footballs. And I'm glad that people are getting to see that because uh, Brock Purdy has been absolutely fantastic this year. And that's what I wanted people to see. Ed Darrell with the Super Chat. We survived a JB rookie mistake and a JM mistake. Yeah, we're, we're so the 49ers are overcoming situations, right? We overcame a Brock Purdy turnover. And yes, the ball was tipped. But we're seeing these guys make plays. And when guys have to step up, they're stepping up. And that's what you need. You need guys to make plays in the face of adversity. That's what true character is. That's revealing it. And you have to have that kind of character to win a Super Bowl. And the 49ers are proving that no matter what, they never feel that they're out of a game. And that makes them dangerous. Absolutely dangerous. Because as soon as you settle and get comfortable, right? CJ Gardner-Johnson waving at the crowd. Uh, you know, you got the jokes of Reynolds on the sideline. Oh, look. Oh, I'm going to catch it. Oh, you know what happened? All of a sudden, the 49ers start making plays. And now it's not so funny, is it, Josh Reynolds, as you drop another pass on the next series? It's not so funny, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, as you're getting ran over by Debo Samuel. That's the kind of things that you got to watch out. Never relax in these games. And I think the 49ers know that. And that's one of the things that I love to see. And just see what they continue to do. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite things is the 49ers getting it done. And what's up to Caden? Caden's in the house. Uh, thanks for coming through, Caden. My favorite uh, 49er fan, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, Jay Hill says, if you saw Warren and my halftime thread, uh, yeah, I didn't see it. So you're going to have to present. I, I Present it, Jason, on the Ant Hill Show. Show the receipts. Show the halftime thread. Bring what you're bringing, and I'm going to have something for you. It's going to be great. Uh, KDR says, okay, Ant, I took a bathroom break most of the second quarter. I think a lot of people were hiding their face. It, it was uh, pretty pretty exhausting. Ziggy says, what did you think of Wilkes today? We didn't try to prevent the run in the first half. This is interesting. I, I don't know for sure. I, I was watching the film, and I honestly felt like he didn't match up sometimes the way I was expecting. Uh, so I kind of thought that when they would go their heavy looks, especially that whole series where they ran an extra offensive lineman with Pinnasol, being an you know, a eligible uh, eligible receiver, I thought this is a perfect opportunity for the 49ers to go do five defensive linemen. Um, he did not do that. I don't know why that wasn't in the game plan, why that wasn't a thought process, because Ben Johnson has proven that he would do this. He'll go heavy, extra offensive linemen, and try to run it down your throat. Uh, so I found that a little interesting that he didn't match up, but I did feel like the 49ers weren't executing. Uh, the, the touchdown run by Jameer Gibbs, I felt like, you could solely put that on Ambry Thomas not being able to fill uh, in a situation where he was. Uh, I, I think there were some missed tackles on other plays. So there were opportunities for the 49ers to make plays as far as the players executing. I think what we're going to find is a combination of players lacking execution and some lack of adjustment early on in that game. But I can't say it entirely without watching the L22 and seeing how they adjusted. But once again, last week, Steve Wilkes adjusted halftime, great adjustments. This week, Steve Wilkes adjusted halftime. If the game is close at halftime, we got to have some faith in Wilkes, but there's definitely going to be some conversations about how he called that game. That is for sure. Jay Ellie using his membership abilities. One more for six, and let's go, crew. And thanks, Jay Ellie, for being a member for 27 months. Now, that's an OG for the 49ers cutback. Uh, so thanks so much, JL. You really are the best. And Android user killing it with a $70 super chat. Are you not entertained? 
Yeah, all I picture now is a gladiator. Are you not entertained? There's that game had everything. The ups and downs. You're excited for the first drive. Detroit scores. You're like, what? And then it's you got okay. Here we go. 49ers getting it going. We're get, we're gonna come back. And then by halftime, you're like, I don't know where you're at. And then here we go. 49ers firing on all cylinders for a second half. It was spectacular. I was highly entertained, Android user. And now we are going to be entertained in the Super Bowl for the first time uh, since 2019, 2020. It would have been the seat, you know, the actual year. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much, Android user. You truly are the best. I mean, Android user is the best out there. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, means a lot that you would send a super chat like that. So you are the best. So thank you so much. Um, Ryan says they erased an eight point deficit or erased a deficit in eight minutes. Right. I think that's something to remember as well. Like it went from 17 to zero that fast. Uh, a fourth down stop leads to a touchdown, which leads to a fumble, which leads to a touchdown. It was like, boom, boom, boom. And once that happened, the entire Levi stadium just went insane. And after that happened, all the momentum was there. And the Detroit Lions got tense. They got stressed. They went away from what they normally do. They were dropping balls. The 49ers were contesting things. And it was like, oh, yeah, the 49ers are the team that's experienced that understand this situation, and they're going to come away with it. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely uh, brilliant for the 49ers. Brad Jones, I don't even put the interception on Purdy. Yeah, I'm not, like, putting it on Purdy. I just think I got to kind of, like, attribute it to what happened because the ball got tipped. He was trying to make a tough layered throw to Debo. Uh, with those deflected balls, you just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, those were very, very nerve-wracking, right, in that game. Uh, and what's up, Caden? Caden says, hey, Anthony, this is Caden. Uh, thanks for leaving the comment, Caden. You you are the best. Caden's, Caden's my favorite. I mean, it's just the way it is. I'm sorry, guys. Caden is my favorite. Uh, and <laughs> Jess asked the questions we all got to know. Where is Tio Roberto? Uh, very, very true. We, we got to know where Tio Roberto is. Um, Lou says Feliciano was a beast tonight. Need to resign him. With Feliciano, too, I don't know how many people saw this, but I seen him get put on his back. But I also seen him compete on every single play. I do think they would love to resign Feliciano. Uh, Feliciano's unique ability to play both guard positions, to play center, uh, his versatility there. But the way that he stabilized the offensive line when he stepped in for Spencer Burford. Uh, he's more athletic than you would think. He's usually very very good at being able to anchor against good pass rush. I think it could be one of those necessary signings, Lou. I think you're right. Uh, so Feliciano hasn't been as good in the playoffs as he was at the end of the regular season, but he's still been mighty finely good. And we got to give props to Colton McKivitz. Can we give credit to Colton McKivitz for holding up against Aiden Hutchinson? Aiden Hutchinson, goose egg. And he had eight sacks, four straight games with sacks coming into this football game. And not only did the 49ers make sure they, they took him away, uh, but Colton McKivitz held up really well. So I got to give props to Colton McKivitz. The biggest moment, the lights are on you. You have to execute. And he absolutely did it. So, yeah, offensive line, having to get it done. Uh, and that's what you got to do. Traffic. Also, fun fact, Niners now have the most playoff wins of any franchise, bang, bang. You're right. Forgot about that. Last week, they tied it up, get the 37th, uh, tied the Patriots, and I think there was one other team they tied. And then, boom, now they're 38. Most wins in playoff history. What a, I mean, what an honor for the 49ers. I mean, they're just, you know, killing it. Uh, and that's what I love to see. I love to see the 49ers continuing uh, to make big plays. And we got a franchise that's not going away, guys. This team is built for the future. We got to see several guys step up. Another interesting thing was, you know, they did go with Jair Brown, and I thought Jair Brown was effective in tackling. I thought there was another mistake in the passing game, but, uh, you know, those things come. But when they went without Ambry because Ambry got hurt, it was Logan Ryan who played nickel. I was expecting Isaiah Oliver, but it was Logan Ryan, and I thought he did pretty good. So that's something interesting to monitor. That's a nice thing to have with Logan Ryan. He's a guy who can play safety and can play nickel corner with his corner abilities. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty great. I, I thought that was a, a nice thing for the 49ers. Alien to use this bang, bang, Niner gang. Uh, I, I love the fact that everyone's hyped up right now. 
Everyone's excited about this game. That's exactly how it, it, it has to be. And you you gotta you gotta <laughs> you gotta love this from Tio Roberto. I didn't think the script writers were ever going to show up. Uh, they they didn't show up in time for the Ravens. They showed up in time for the 49ers, apparently. Uh, I think we can 86 the whole screen, uh, you know, uh, the whole script writing thing. But the 49ers executed when they had to. And we haven't seen this type of late game heroics in a long time. These were the types of things that made the 49ers and Joe Montana infamous for these last second come from behind wins. And now we're getting a Brock Purdy. This wasn't a last second come from behind win. They stormed back in the third quarter and absolutely took this game over. And that's what you had to have. They, they, they ripped this momentum from Detroit. Detroit had it, and they're like, not so fast, and they ripped it back. Um, and I think they had to do that. And Lou says, no apparent injuries tonight. And uh, thanks so much for the subscription. I appreciate it. Uh, Donna, thank you so much for subscribing to the channel. Uh, really means a lot to get the new subscriptions, and you're, you're the best. I mean, you, you guys are the best. Um, <laughs> we're going to continue to get comments. Uh, I'm going to keep going through these. I hope you guys will all continue to interact. This is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying myself. Brad Jones says, I was ready at halftime to fire Wilkes and bring in Belichick to be the DC next year, LOL. It's it's the normal thought process, right? Fans go through. Uh, they get angry. They say a bunch of things. Uh, then potentially it's like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe then or not you grieve. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think... I think that's the case. I mean, you really do have to, you know, potentially think about those situations and everyone gets frustrated and says some stuff. It's hilarious. And the real PK3 says, LFG boys, yeah, it's exciting time. And what's up, Robert? A Rams fan says, congratulations on the trip to the Super Bowl. Best of luck. Appreciate that. I mean, I think 49er fans are very thankful to finally get over the hump and get there. And thank you so much for sending well wishes on our opportunity to go. Um, of course I'm not going, but you know, they're, the team is going, uh, Tio Roberto says awesome game. Now on to Kansas city Swifties. I like that. Kansas city Swifties. David Campbell says over under on lame Mahomes commercials and cuts to the Swift box during the game. I don't know. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of Taylor Swift in that game. I really do. And so, uh, it's, it's one of those things where you just got to continue to monitor how they're going through. And how they're playing, and then if if Kelsey makes a catch, you're probably going to see Taylor Swift. That's I bet you that's going to be a bet a bet this week. Uh, that's going to be a prop. Uh, Anthony says 49ers had a tough time with the Packers. They should have lost, and they struggled with a worse team in the Lions. The Chiefs are a much better team. Will they come out with a win in the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, the thing is, is it's like you just have to play. You have to play the teams you're supposed to play and win. I mean, should have lost. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times there's games. Lots of teams think they should have lost. Uh, but they were able to get it done, and the 49ers won. And, you know, I don't know if the Lions were a worse team than the Packers. I think the Packers are – I think the Lions are a better team than the Packers. Uh, I, I know that they split during the regular season. Both of them won one. But that run game for Detroit is better than Green Bay's running game, and Detroit did a very good job today. Uh, I think it's completely different. It's matchup league. So you have – you know, in this case, you had a very good run game, but a quarterback you get off your spot. Uh in the Super Bowl, you're going against Pacheco. It's a good run game. Uh, it's different. It's not built as much on power, but it's built on Pacheco finding holes and being able to navigate where he's going. Uh, but your real worry is Patrick Mahomes and making sure you limit his effectiveness. So uh, there's a new set of challenges, and it's a matchup thing where sometimes you know those things go in your favor and sometimes they don't. And I, I think that when, it, when you look at Kansas City, it's just a different matchup. Jared Goff in this run game, uh, it's, it's just entirely different. And you know what? In two weeks, the 49ers might play better than they've ever played before, hair on fire, and get a win. Or, you know, Kansas City might get it done. But I like to think the 49ers can make the necessary adjustments to do what they got to do to win. Brad says, Ant, I found you guys at 3 a.m. Australia time when we made the trade for number three. Who would have thought to be Mr. Irrelevant that got us back to the Super Bowl? Uh, right? I, I think at that moment in 3 a.m. Australia time. Thank you for finding us on that time. Uh, but you're thinking at that moment, Trey Lance is going to be the guy that is going to lead the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Uh, we've seen what happened. You know, unfortunately, Jimmy doesn't make the throw to Emmanuel Sanders and that he's hurt, you know, too much in 2020, 2021. And you're a quarterback away. Who would have thought the 2022 seventh round pick, pick number 262, was going to be the guy that, that was going to get it done? Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be Trey Lance as well. So uh, you're right. And, uh, KDR is correct. And the 49ers have to finish the story. 
That's right. And uh, yeah, a little a little nod to the American nightmare. Uh, So that's it's it's something. Christina says, you think the Super Bowl will be close and this could be Caden. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't know what this game's going to look like, to be honest with you. I want to look because the truth is the Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are playing a lot better now than they were three weeks ago. Uh, but when you start to look at the matchups, that's where you find ways that each team is going to attack each other and which ways the defense can stop. We do know Andy Reid is one heck of an offensive coordinator. Spagnola is one heck of a defensive coordinator. It's going to be tough sledding for both sides. But this is the kind of matchups you want. And you know what? When you get to the Super Bowl, you're going to play the best possible team uh, that's out there. So you just got to go out there and you got to execute. So, uh, I, you know, I, I get what you're saying. I don't know if it's going to be close yet. And what's up, long time, says, all right, Coach Ant, go Niners. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's it. That's it. And Nathan it says it true right here. The job is not over yet. One more goal to accomplish, and that is winning the Super Bowl. You're right. And I think the 49ers players have that mindset, right? One more to go. They kept saying it all night, one more to go. They know the job's not done. They've got two weeks to prepare to get ready for the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. And it's not going to be easy. It's going to be well-earned if they win the Super Bowl. And, yes, we all know that they have the necessary tools to do it, and they can definitely get it done. But they have to go out there and they have to execute for four quarters. They have to leave no stone unturned. They have to execute. They have to be in their spots. But one more is absolutely correct. So uh, Jay says, didn't Michael Vagley hit a 54-yard game winner against the Rams? Why not go with him from 47, LOL? He's got the ability, and he was he was on. It wasn't like that. I just think that when it came to the Lions, the way that they were approaching this game was Dan Campbell got a mindset of, we're going to be highly aggressive consistently in this game, and we're not going to give the 49ers a chance. We're going to make sure we make the plays we need to make, and I have a belief in my team. You can't fault him for that mindset. Uh, it just didn't work out, so that's unfortunate. Um, so, it, yeah, I mean, you want it to happen. And, and Freddie says Brock is the real deal. Yeah, and if you like Brock Purdy, head on over to 49ersCutbackShop.com. I have Brock Purdy Real Deal t-shirts available over there if that's what you like. And Longtime says Purdy has the clutch gene. I think you're right, Longtime. I mean, he does. He has that gene in him. The dude is an absolute beast. Uh, when, the, when the biggest moments come, he looks calm. He looks cool. He looks collected. Uh, he, he just makes plays when he has to. And there's stressful situations in these games that a lot of people will crumble under. Brock Purdy's not one of those guys. He's just got that that bit about him. Uh, he, he's huge, and I love it. And Freddie says uh, Brock is also a gunslinger like Favre. He, he has a little bit of that in him. He wants to take chances. He wants to make throws, uh, so it's big. And Jess says the chat is going wild, and Ant might miss your comment. Use Super Chat uh, to ensure he reads your comment. Yeah, if you hit Super Chat, you're a member and use your membership abilities. Uh, leave that chat, and I'll get to you. And I really appreciate everyone that's been leaving uh, Super Chats and just everyone interacting in chat. It's a lot of fun. And this is the 4 struggle with two teams that are much worse than the Chiefs. If they're two, well, I don't know if they're much worse than the Chiefs. Uh, that Both of the teams that the 49ers, you know, nearly lost to, I mean, I have to say nearly, uh, the way that, you know, Debo said this week, this week might, uh, right? Uh, I mean, the thing is that the Chiefs weren't that good this regular season. Uh, they've made plays in the in the postseason, and you got to give them credit for that. They're a champion, you know, but it's like Ric Flair said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And the Chiefs, year in and year out, are the man. And they are the defending Super Bowl champions. And so the 40-yards got to go in there and take it. And this is their opportunity. And you know what? No one can take it away if they go in there and get it done. So uh, I think, yeah, it's struggling. You know, I mean, you're going to have tough games, but I can't necessarily say – just because the Chiefs beat the Ravens today, that they're the best football team the 49ers are going to play. Because when you look at matchups, it matters. And sometimes there's just teams that are bad matchups. When you play Green Bay, they had LaFleur who understood Kyle pretty good. And once Debo got hurt, that threw the 49ers offense in a state of flux. Today, Detroit took it to us. They took it to us for two quarters and probably two and a half quarters as far as the run game. But once the 49ers were able to make this thing even, things change a little bit. So just something to remember. Juanito said, knew they were going to come back. And Juanito, I, I wish I had that full uh, amount of you know respect and, and thought process behind me. Uh, my wife was 100% they were coming back. My sister was 100% they were coming back. And I was sitting there just stressing out like, 
can we please just get it to seven before the fourth quarter? Then I think we have a shot. So I wish I had the faith of Juanito. I'm glad you glad you got that going. Uh, rookie and friend says, great show. Go Niners. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And Mr. Corey's in the house. What's up, Mr. Corey? He's an aunt. Uh, it's just. And what's up to uh, professional development? With I, I, What's good? Host and chat. Uh, everyone's doing good, man. We're enjoying 49ers getting the big time win, uh, getting that Super Bowl championship or Super Bowl opportunity to win a championship. And Juanito says the fourth down stop was the backbreaker for the Lions. Cinderella's story was over at that exact moment, and there was two of them. Two fourth down stops for the 49ers. Uh, those, are, those are just some big chances, and I get it. Campbell is, is one of those guys. He's hyper-aggressive all the time, but you just got to make sure that you, you read into it. And like I said, I would have kicked that first field goal. I would have stayed upset. I would have went back up 17 and made the 49ers drive irrelevant, and all that clock just would have went out the window. Uh, but he didn't. He took a chance. You gotta, you gotta like the the effort. But uh, it's like I was saying during the week. I like guys who do that because you can take an opportunity like that and make a big time play with it. Mr. Corey says, "Do you want Chase Young back in 2024?" I just it depends on the money. What does the money look like? If the money looks right, uh, then yeah, I'll take him back. You know, I mean, it just depends on what it looks like salary wise. How much the 49ers have to spend? Is it a one-year deal or multiple deals uh, or multiple-year deal? We'll see. And 49ers Classic says, loving it, man. You got to love the love it. Loving it, man. Go Niners. Uh, thanks so much, Classic. You are the best. And Juanito says, here, Shanahan needed to feed Debo a lot more earlier in the game. It would have been a different story. Also, how about uh, Nikki B getting the quarterback in this game? And affecting the the Josh Reynolds throw, right, where Josh Reynolds drops the ball, huge play. He have, he makes Jared Goff move off his spot. Nick Bosa was fantastic in this game. And I don't know why Detroit allowed him to rush one-on-one -on -one so much. I don't know why that was the main process that they were going through. The other teams of the four years have played in the playoffs, uh, mainly the Green Bay Packers. But uh, the Green Bay Packers, they max protected. And we saw Detroit do that some early on. And then all of a sudden, every once in a while, they were letting the 49ers D-line rush and get some single-up looks, and Bosa took advantage of him. Uh, he looked fantastic, and I do like getting Debo more involved in the game plan. I don't know exactly what Kyle's you know, thought process was and what he was evaluating and how he was strategically putting Debo out there, uh, but there was a couple times I was calling for more Debo. Didn't quite always get the Debo, um, and Matt Burgo says, good game all. And Matt Burgos is one of the one of the best Lions fans that there is. I mean, he's a personal friend, uh, basically like family, known him for a long time. He's been a Lions fan since the beginning. Uh, I got to give props to, um, you know, to, to the Lions team. You know, like he said, it's a it's a bunch of newbies and nobodies, and we're top four in the league. And they had you know some really great some great pickups. I mean, uh, Sam Laporta is going to be an absolute beast. Jameer Gibbs is going to be good for a long time. Uh, they've got a very good defense that's going to get better and better with more time playing together. Uh, good against the run. Got to get better on the back end. Emmanuel Mosley probably would have been huge for them. Uh, but Dan Campbell and the way that he goes about it, they're going to be back. They'll probably lose Ben Johnson uh, somewhere else. I'll have a new coordinator next year. I don't know how that will affect their offense, but uh, I like the way they've built it there. And you got to give credit to Detroit for what they've done and how they've been able to come out and play, uh, you know, up, you know, lately. So uh, Mr. Corey's already ready. He says, Hey, we're beating Kansas city 28, 24. I mean, just automatically calling it down. And Freddie's right. This was an absolute beat down in the second half, right? This was a tale of two halves. The first half it was all Detroit. I mean, minus the Christian McCaffrey, you know, that, that one drive where McCaffrey scores the touchdown. Um, other than that, Detroit lions had complete control of the game. Then you fast forward to the second half and it was the complete opposite. 49ers controlled almost every aspect of the game, whether that was getting key first downs, creating a huge turnover, getting fourth down stops. It was just execution after execution after execution for the 49ers. And that's exactly what you're hoping to see. And that's the only way you're actually able to come back in these games is to be able to get that execution when the time is right. And the 49ers absolutely did. Juanito says, this is the NFC Championship game, folks. It, it folks expected to be a cakewalk. Nah, not a cakewalk, but I think everyone was hoping to have the green Bay 
right? 2019 Green Bay game where uh, Raheem Mostert goes off and the 49ers absolutely run down their throat. To be honest with you, the first half, that's what it looked like Detroit was doing to us. Uh, but the 49ers made those adjustments. And yes, thanks for the, the subscribing. Dono Sterling Heights, uh, Michigan. So thank you so much for subscribing. I appreciate that. Uh, Mr. Corey says, Kurt Cousins and Bill Belichick were on the speed dial. Whew, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Uh, I'm glad we're I'm glad we're where we're at. Android user, I'm a bit worried about CMC. He had to stay on the sidelines in the fourth quarter and get massages. Um, he did land on his neck and head a little bit awkwardly on that last run that he made. A freaking great run, breaking a tackle, uh, initial contact, able to stretch it out down the field. I thought that yes, there was something there. We'll see. They were working on his neck a little bit. Um, we don't know with Christian McCaffrey because. If you watch McCaffrey throughout games, he gets worked on consistently. Legs, neck, back, they're always working on him, and he takes a beating. I mean, the guy is tough, but, I mean, he takes a lot of contact. Where they have Gibbs and they have Montgomery that have two unique styles, McCaffrey is all them rolled into one, uh, and that's what he's expected to do. He doesn't share carries. And then Elijah Mitchell comes in the next play, and I remember when it happened. I said, Elijah Mitchell's going to come in. He's going to run this thing. We're going to get a touchdown. Had zero worries about Elijah Mitchell. And then Elijah Mitchell handles the, the three carries at the end of the game, too. Bravo to the 49ers for always being prepared and ready to go. And, and Android user said, yeah, he landed on his head. Uh, yeah. And Matt Burgos says, you all better beat the Swifties. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and that's what you were hoping they're going to get done. They want them to get this big victory. We want them to get the big win. And, and I just want, you know, them to get it done. Uh, Niner Nick says first half adversity, second half grit. I like that analogy. First half adversity overcome second half grit to get it done. Um, so that's really good thought process there. Niner Nick's way to say it. That's what you need. You need them to do that. And they got it done. And Freddie Mac Dre says, we lost the Super Bowl because Jimmy G couldn't in a wide open wide receiver. <sighs> that one's tough. Yeah, I mean, he had Emmanuel Sanders. He had the look he wanted, and they weren't able to get it done. Now the 49ers are hoping it's going to be a different outcome this time, and they're going to have a tough test. Uh, the Patrick Mahomes, you know, that, that passing game is no joke. 49ers are going to have to be on their P's and Q's. They're going to have to make Patrick feel uncomfortable, and they're going to have to come up with some plays. They did pretty good last time. And then they were unable to hold it for four complete quarters. They're going to have to be better and play all four quarters this time. So I hope they can hope they can do it. Uh, Matt says Lions are right where they're supposed to be. I believe so. I think that this is maybe a year or two too early for them. Uh, but, you know, they're, they're a good football team. They are. Uh, Juanito says Chiefs aren't much better. They just had more experience in the moment than their opponents. Same thing with Niners finding a way to win because they've been there. Niners talent over Chiefs talent. I think when you look at the Chiefs team, you, you look at what they got along the offensive line, which is pretty darn good. I don't know what's going to happen with Joe Thune. I don't know if he's going to be healthy. Uh, he was out for today. Uh, they have some good talent. The one matchup that stands out right away is Jawan Taylor at right tackle versus Nick Bosa. Uh, we we wanted holding calls in 2019 so bad when, when Bosa was getting held. Well, Jawan Taylor holds and gets penalized more than any other person in the entire league, but they call it. Uh, he gets the, the Dre Greenlaw attention on offense, but I think that's a matchup that Bosa can win, and I think that's the first matchup that I notice. but they're going to have to stop Kansas City's run game early, and then they're going to have to make sure they keep Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable. Now, Baltimore did a very good job in the second half of limiting the success of Patrick Mahomes in that offense. They really didn't get anything going in the second half. So there's going to be some things you can look at at what McDonald and that team did. 49ers don't have exact talent, uh, you know, in certain places that you see from Baltimore. So you couldn't just take that plan and, right, and reuse it. Uh, but you can take some key points away, maybe some things that they did strategically uh, to help you out. So, yeah, I think that it's a little bit different. Chiefs are definitely a different team uh, than we've saw. And, you know, this is true. Freddie Mac Dre says, I'm happy to have spent the draft picks on Lance to end up with Brock. What could have been disastrous is, is, is spectacular. Brock Purdy is just such a great sight to see because not only does is he unflappable in the face of adversity, not only can he make the throws that he needs to make when he's supposed to make them, but he also has the ability to extend and, and scramble. And right, when Kyle was talking about the quarterback that he was looking for in the future, 
it always said, I want someone that can operate within this offense and make the throws that you're supposed to make. But when things happen, can extend the play and make something happen. Here's Brock Purdy. Was it unlikely? Yes. Guy out of Iowa State, he's not real big. He doesn't have a big arm. But you know what he has is a big mentality. He's able to process information entirely fast. He can get the ball where he's supposed to get it to with anticipation, and he doesn't shake in the in the face of adversity and stress when it's time to make the biggest of plays. And ultimately, that's what you need from your quarterback. Yes, you would love to have the perfect quarterback with the strongest arm and the most speed and everything and all the height in the world so he can throw over the lineman. But when it comes down to it, what you want is a guy that will make the play when he has to, and that's who Brock Purdy is, and that's why he made uh, some big-time throws in this game. Uh, what's up, SG? I hope you're having a good one. I'm doing good as well. I uh, hope, you know, just like always, you enjoyed the game. Uh, Brad Jones says, as soon as I saw Bailey and Roman win yesterday, I knew it was uh, in the water. Niners would win. It took a big comeback. I thought the same thing as well, uh, but it was going to take a big comeback. And Freddie says, who else is going to rewatch the second half 10 times this week? Guaranteed. I mean, I have to watch. I'm going to watch this game multiple times, but yeah, the last... The last half is probably going to be uh, the time that I will be watching uh, because that is going to be the most fun. And what's up to David V says, hashtag TCC, let's effing go Niners. Um, yeah. Well, thanks so much, David V. Uh, Freddie says, Kittle, Debo, BA, and CMC, they'll be ready to take over the Super Bowl. It's going to be fun. I mean, you look at that Kansas City Chiefs defense. They're pretty good. Chris Jones, uh, right? They got Bolton. They got a lot of guys that are very talented. Um, Traverse Ward's going to be playing his former team. So that'll be interesting. But, you know, 49ers are going to go out there and they're going to look uh, to play Kansas City for the first time since October of 2022. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they go about handling this. Brock Purdy has never faced the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs have never faced him. So it's going to make for some interesting television. And I think that's going to be a big conversation this week. Patrick Mahomes, you know, the all-world MVP quarterback versus Brock Purdy. Uh, it, it's, it's interesting to see. Brad says... I wonder how Gardner Johnson feels after waving goodbye to the fans and personal foul on Tebow wait in the second quarter. Yeah. CJ Gardner Johnson celebrated too soon. He did. All I can think about right now is Vin Diesel, right? You got Dominic Toretto. He's, he's out there and all of a sudden Brian O'Connor hits the NOS and he says too soon. And he says, Hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to get you. And he got him. And that's exactly what happened here. It was too soon, too soon. Uh, you can't do that. So you you just gotta be you gotta be careful with the way you go about you know celebrating and things. Those things come back to bite you, and now you become a gift. And uh, that's who Chauncey Gardner Johnson is going to be. Uh, so I think that you know that's how it happens. You're just gonna have those guys. Um, Joe E says no on Chase. So you know, there's gonna be people that don't want Chase Young, and and that's okay. Uh, I think that it'll be interesting. It all depends on his number. But I mean, if you look at the 49ers roster. You don't have a luxury at defensive end. I mean, Cleveland Farrell's going to be a free agent. Chase Young's going to be a free agent. Randy Gregory's going to be a free agent. I look for the 49ers to approach that in free agency uh, with one of those guys potentially, or even drafting and then signing somebody else. I think they'd like to bring back Cleveland Farrell. He plays the run really well. And then probably one of the other two. Uh, we'll see what the 49ers decide, but they need to generate more pressure. Yes, I do think if you look at the last drive for Detroit, I know they scored a touchdown. But if you look, when it became passing time and it's closing time, Chase Young was getting after the quarterback. But I get it. You know what I mean? I understand what people are saying, and uh, that's okay. Everyone's entitled to their opinion on on who should who should come back and who shouldn't. Um, and let's see. David says, regarding Chase Young, I would like to see how he looks after an offseason training in the Bosa Brothers lab. Bingo. There you go. Working out with the Bosa's all offseason, working out with Nick all offseason could make a huge difference. Being able to learn with Chris Kacerik, I thought he did better against setting the edge today, made some more plays that I liked. There's still a lot of ones you don't. There's one he got thrown all the way through. wasn't a fan of that, um, and I don't think he always plays up to his potential, but I see some things I like, and I've heard Bosa talk about Gregory and Chase Young still learning how to play the edge in the way Chris Kacerik wants them to play the edge in this team, so... Um, I always keep that in mind as well as we're, you know, going through and, you know, and, and kind of thinking about who's going to come back and who doesn't, you know, do anything. And, and Joey brings up a good point. I'm hoping Beal becomes something and Drake gets better. I forgot about Drake Jackson being on IR. So we do have Drake Jackson. I like Robert Beal a lot. I'll be honest. 
I think Robert Beal could be a big time player for the 49ers in the future, but you got to have four solid rotational defensive ends. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, if Chase is, is too expensive, the 49ers won't even go there. They've got other players that they have to sign, right? They probably need to extend Talano Ufonga. They need to extend Diambra Lenore. They need to extend Aaron Banks. But once again, those are conversations probably uh, another day uh, for, for another day. So we'll, we'll get into all that another time. Alex Doyle said, if y'all believe this is rigged and y'all are showing up to lose to KC and Taylor Swift, go watch Jerry Rice's interview on how he believes the league is rigged nowadays for entertainment. Uh, I'll have to check that out. I'll see what Jerry had to say. Uh, could be interesting. And Michael says, we were doing this for Big Trent. Trent Williams in the Super Bowl for the first time in his in his illustrious career. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is exactly why Trent Williams wanted to be with the 49ers and wanted to be with Kyle Shanahan. The funny thing is they actually tried to get him in 2019 uh, when they were having injuries to Mike McGlinchey. They were having injuries to Joe Staley. They tried to trade for him. Dan Snyder wouldn't let him out of Washington. And then in 2020, they're able to orchestrate the draft time deal. And he's just been great. I thought it was interesting during the pregame. I don't know how many people caught this, uh, but Jimmy Johnson was talking about, you know, Kaminsky and, and them rushing opposite of, um, of Hutchinson. And he said, yeah, we, you know, well, they might, they could put pressure. You're not gonna be able to chip both of them. I'm like we don't need to chip both of them. We got Trent freaking Williams. No one's rushing off that side. You could chip Hutchinson all day because we ain't worried about the left side. And that's the thing right there, left side, strong side for the 49ers. He's got the blind side of Brock Purdy, and now he gets to play in a Super Bowl. I like that, Michael. Way to give the, the guy some uh, some love. And I like this from, from Kel. says, uh, uh, Iowa powerhouse Kittle plus Purdy. Yeah, both of them there. Randy Elite Daytona in the house. Hey, everybody, got to love that comeback. Victory Monday lies ahead. It does. Victory Monday. We can all walk a little bit taller uh, enjoying our, our 49ers win and, you know, talking 49ers. It's just, it's going to be a, a, a good week to enjoy this win. Look ahead at Kansas city a little bit, but enjoy this win. Uh, we've got two weeks of content to really get into this matchup. It's going to be a lot of fun. Brad says this entire draft season just hit the trenches on both sides of the ball and pick one corner. Yeah. I think the draft is going to be, it's going to be pretty fun. Uh, Randy says, I think the front office and our coaches have learned a lot from the season and we're going to tighten the screws next year. I think every single year they learn about what the, the team's expectations are, uh, what they have to do navigating through the salary cap. I don't know if a team has done better at holding a team together like this uh, than the 49ers. They know they've got a couple more seasons under Brock Purdy's rookie contract. They have to maximize those opportunities, of course, with an extension, you could potentially have a couple cheap years and push the money down the line. But yeah, they they know they've got to maximize and they they need to win a Super Bowl. Uh, they need to get this done. This is going to be a big, big opportunity for them in the Super Bowl and they've got to get it done. So yeah, I think the 49ers know what the expectations are. They know what their goals are and now they're going to go do it. I, I love that they, they did it in the facet they did it for one reason only, that there will never be a situation now that they're in the Super Bowl where they don't believe they can win. They're going to believe they can win every single one of those opportunities because they've seen themselves win from ahead. They've seen themselves win tied. They've seen themselves win from uh, just down seven going into the fourth quarter. And now they've seen themselves come back from a 17-point deficit with their backs against the wall and win a football game. There is nothing this 49ers team believes they can't do. And that's exactly what we got to have. And, Bobo brings up a good point. We got to stop these third and long conversations or conversions. I'm sorry, conversions. Um, you're right. Third and long was not good to the 49ers. The 49ers have been not good on third down this season. It used to be just that it was third and short was a problem, but they did convert some big third downs. Those are backbreakers, especially against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. The 49ers are going to have to really get better at third down. Their offense for the 49ers is brilliant. One of the best in the league, an elite caliber at 48 plus percent, but the defense gives them up at 41%. That's not good. You needed to get better, you know, get better at that. Detroit only allowed third down conversions at 36% heading into this game. So yeah, you're right. Third down, the 49ers need to be better. I think that's a very good point, Bobo. Uh, that's exactly what the 49ers need to do. And I, th I think they're going to keep working on it. I think they're going to keep getting better and better. 
as the, you know, as the season or as they get to the Super Bowl, I think they're going to get better at this because they limit the effectiveness on first and second down. They're going to have chances, but you're right. I didn't like the third and 18 conversion. I thought that was bad for the 49ers today. Uh, we don't normally see that, but that's where we got a little bit of a mistake from one of our defenders who dropped off and went with a deep vertical pass where they didn't have to go. And they put him in a vertical stretch and he made the wrong decision. And ultimately that got a first down. So uh, there are times, yes, that the 49ers struggle on third down and they got to get better if they're going to win football games in the future. Well, guys, I'm going to check out. I thank you guys so much for coming through for the game reaction show. Looking forward to having conversations with each of you this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Keep coming back by the channel uh, all week long for more content. This episode of 49ers Cutback was brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. Like and subscribe on that push for 5K. But until then, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.